Here's the next episode of Head is the Key. Check it out. Okay, this is like take a thousand on this topic of who should be in your circle and what does your circle look like. And I'm talking about like a friendship circle, family circle, etc. And what I think leads to a good circle and what leads to a bad circle. And I have had several outtakes because I'm going on these wild tangents, etc. And I need to focus. Oh, man. So to the eight people who normally listen to my podcast, uh, this is going to be a good one since uh, I've done it like a thousand times. And yes, I hope that that eight people turns into a hundred people soon. I would love it. Guys, I'm really trying to give like content that I think is relevant and in a form that is based on just me talking through something, almost like a journal. Like you are reading my journal right now because I'm writing it out loud of like how I feel and how I want to go about a situation, you know, in a variety of different themes. So that's kind of, again, my idea of this kind of podcast and how I can coach people to have a better mindset to be able to attack the day. So in today's topic, I've been thinking about it a while. um, And I just figured like I wanted to bring it out in the atmosphere is like, who's in your circle and like how, who is in your circle can kind of really like give you a rocket pack in life. And like, you just fly because there's people, you know, in your corner that are rooting for you, or it could be like the world's worst rucksack and you can drag it a couple feet and have to take a break because it's like a thousand pounds. So who's in your circle and what does a good circle of friends look like? So I think a good circle of friends looks like a group of people and they don't even have to have your same, you know, likes or dislikes. It's just, you can relate to them on some level and you can have a conversation with them and you can not see them for years. And then you can be at a family event, see them in the corner and talk to them for hours. Or you can pick up the phone and talk to them for hours. Like my boy, Papa Susio, AKA Paul, AKA big forearms, little, in other places. He said that, not me. So, um, but yeah, like me and that guy, you know, we lived friggin' 10 minutes away from each other for a couple years and we maybe saw each other. I don't know. I mean, I think we tried to plan to see each other quite a bit, but you know, we have families. I mean, he's got a huge family, a bunch of kiddos running around and, you know, family parties going around and all those kind of things. But now he's moved, he's moved down South and, you know, we text a lot and, you know, try to make a point to go see him when we're down South for vacations. And yeah. So, but this dude, like what I love about him and I'll share a story is like, I'm going through a little bit of a fitness thing right now. And I don't know 
what it is. I, I am trying to start waking up and working out in the morning and the workouts that I do the two days during the week are pretty, pretty low level. Just get me moving, get me grooving for the day. And then my weekend workouts are kind of the harder ones. Um, but I don't know, like I've just been like craving food and I got to dig a little bit deeper to see why that is a thing. But, you know, he sends me a text, cut the stress, not the food or something along those lines. And then I start kind of writing him a couple things and all he does is give me like that little heart notification or thumbs up notification that he's listening. And that's all I needed. And I know he's motivating me and he's in my corner, but he's also like, dude, this is on you. Go do it. That's what you need in your circle. You know, what you don't need in your circle is like, yeah, man, you're just kind of down in the dumps. Just, you know, ride this out. If you want to have a couple bad days, you can have a couple bad days. And here's the thing. I don't disagree with that statement either. Like, dude, if you're feel like you need some rest, take some rest. Like, but like in my head, you still gotta, you still gotta move a little bit. You still gotta like kind of pay attention to what you're eating in that, in that situation and doing. Cause like if you're down in the dumps and you're just destroying your, you know, your gut with like brownies and stuff, like, look, I've, eaten pints of ice cream before because I've been down. Like I get it and it, and it's a thing. And I'm not saying you can't do it, but like don't make a habit of doing that multiple days because that actually does mess with like your body chemistry and then you just feel like crap. And then that is like this, you know, continuous motion of you constantly feeling like crap. I mean, feel like crap, feel the feelings, but then Tighten up your shoes, tighten up your shoes, put your big boy pants on and you got to go and you got to get out of it. And like, those are the people in your circle. You don't want the people who are just like, oh, just take your time. Like sooner or later, it'd be different for that person to say, hey, take a, take a day and just lay around, feel your feelings, but then you got to go versus someone that's just like, hey man, just like, it's okay. Like to just be crummy. And like I said, I don't think it's a bad thing to feel feelings, but I feel like it's also like you have to just kind of recognize like, okay, these feelings don't make me feel good though. What makes me feel good? It could just be like, Hey man, don't work out for a couple of days. If you kind of feel in the dumps, but like get outside and walk around. No, uh, just move and then, Hey, like you want some ice cream? Cool. But like the rest of the day, try to eat something a little bit better for you because it is true. Like when you put good things into your system, you feel better. When you put bad things into your system, you don't feel good. So when it comes to that circle of friends, put the good things in your system, which are your, your friends that are going to put good vibes into you, you know, and, you know, your circle shouldn't be people that, you know, want you to kind of wallow with them. It should be people that are trying to, you know, applaud you to get out. 
you know, a circle of friends should be those people that are there to tell you what you need to hear always, not just what you want to hear. I mean, the jackpot is when what you want to hear and what you need to hear are the same thing. That's a jackpot. But I think a lot of times, if you change your mindset around it, I think the jackpot is when you think you're going to hear something and you hear something different. And it puts a different perspective on things and makes you think and challenges you. That's what you want in your circle. You want people to challenge you. I can't remember who said it. There's a quote. Um, I got to do better on this. Maybe maybe next season I'll actually <laughs> fact check all the things that I say. But I know I've read this quote several times, but it's kind of like, you know, never be the smartest person in the room. Like that's who you want to be around. Is you want to be around people who are smarter than you because it's going to broaden your horizons and like change your views on things and you want to like meet different people you know and you want to have some similarities but a lot of non-similarities because that that's helpful so i think in that circle you want variety but you also just want people who challenge your belief system and allow you to be your best version of yourself. And they should always want to see you excel. And they shouldn't get embarrassed by your progress and you shouldn't get embarrassed by theirs. And I'll be honest with you, I have been, um, you know, even of Paul, my buddy Paul, I've been embarrassed of his progress before. But then I've sat back and been like, what are you doing? Like, He's making it. He's doing a great job. Like, applaud that. But I think it comes down to this, you know, this stigma of like, I'm doing all this work, I'm doing all these things, and I'm not getting anywhere. Well, that was my observation because my observation was skewed. Everybody's journey is going to be fast and slow. And the fact of the matter was, is I had gotten somewhere. I had become very successful in things. I had become, you know, a good coach and a good mentor and a good clinician and a good just person. But because I didn't have any quick wins, I was like, what the hell am I doing? But here's the thing. Like, no win that's worthy happens super quick except maybe winning the lottery which would be dope um but you know i think we fail to see that people who are very successful we fail to see the work that they've done to get there we've just seen the success and we're like well why can't we be like that And with regards to that circle, like that's conversations you should have with each other. And that's a good circle when a circle can kind of say like, look, dude, like I understand that you're sad about someone else's success, but you haven't seen any of their work to get there. We've only seen the byproduct of it. We haven't seen the work to get there. 
and just that shift of perspective and that kind of a conversation that you can have with someone is paramount to a good relationship and a good circle of friends versus if you're like yeah man like we're we're working you know and the working man's a sucker and we you know we're doing all this stuff and we're not getting anywhere in life well like you know the sad part is there's a lot of people who feel that way it's like well you have a kid you have a job you have a roof over your head you have all these things like same here i'm i'm saying these and it's the same thing that i've talked to one of my best friends in my circle my wife and she's like, dude, look at all the things that you have. Just take a minute, stop and look at what you have versus what you don't. And that perspective shift is huge. Because we're always wanting more, but why? Why can't we just enjoy what we have? And I'm not saying going out and wanting to have more is not a bad thing if it keeps you hungry and driven. But I just think you also have to just take a minute to see where you have gotten. And I talk about this a couple of times, like minding that gap, like turning around and see actually how far you've come versus turning around and being like, but I want to get all the way over there. Because the problem is, is like, what happens when you get over there? Then what? So I think falling in love with the process is what's always going to continue to make you happy. And then when you hit goals, it's cool, but it's because you followed your process and the goals kind of happened. You know, the success kind of happened because you followed your process. And that's another part of this book that I'm reading um, called Atomic Habits that the guy talks about. Like if you fall in love with the process, then, you know, you don't, you don't really worry about the goals. And when you do accomplish a goal, it's not just like, now what? It's like, no, just keep doing because the process is working. So figure out your process. And I think A, about figuring out your process is figuring out a good, you know, group of colleagues and friends to, you know, be around, find a pack. Like we don't have to do everything alone. I think we have to become independent. And I think now that I just said that, like I just talked about not being codependent. Like I don't want anybody to feel like they need to be codependent. But I do feel that you don't have to do everything alone. But I think that's different from being codependent. What I mean by that is I think finding, you know, a good group of friends in a variety of settings um, is truly a way to better yourself. But like, it, you're not bettering yourself by being in that group. You're bettering yourself by sharing, you know, information and like creating, helping create confident people and creating confidence in yourself to be more independent. And I hope that makes sense. But I think truly to have a good group around you is essential for long-term relationships, long-term just happiness. You don't have to be alone. And I know like you read a lot of things, like you come into this earth alone and sooner or later you'll die alone. And I, I mean, in a way, I guess there's truth there. Like you come out and you're like this thing, but like then people bring you in to help you, your family. Um, 
and you don't, I mean, I guess dying is lonely because it's only happening to you at that time unless there's some tragic event, but like you're still hopefully around people, you know? And I think the more people that you surround yourself with that care about you, you have a better life. But sometimes caring about you means tough love and like, hey man, cut the complaining and go after it. Like you want people like that in your circle. You don't want the people that are just like, oh yeah, I get it. Uh, and like kind of validating your bad beliefs. Because if that happens then too, then you're just going to stay stuck. You need people to say like, yeah, dude, you're feeling bad right now. I get it. Feel bad for a minute, but then get the hell and move on. Like you have to. And when you're able to find that in life, you're going to be so much better off. So I hope that makes sense. Thank you to everybody that's listening. Please continue to share this to others. I hope other people are listening. You know, I know that so many people are listening to podcasts now and I started this super late, but I would love for this to become something bigger. So if you guys have any ideas of how to have this become bigger, let me know. Uh, drop in some uh, interaction questions or feedback and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, Paul, thanks for the chat yesterday. Even though it wasn't a chat, it does still uh, help me out a lot. So I appreciate that. And uh, to everyone, enjoy this day off if you have the day off. And uh, just have a great day. Later.